Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. The totality of the universe is it's just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. The, the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world, of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he, he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. This is season two, episode three. If you haven't already, I really recommend the first two episodes of season two because everything that I've been discussing are really interlinked in a lot of different ways. And the topic I'll be discussing today is more of what I've hinted at in other episodes, especially the first and the second one, but more illustrating and even providing different ways to identify your own authentic expression of masculinity, but also for the women that are listening to also be able to identify a man that's operating from a very misguided and unguided expression of their own masculinity and one that's operating one from one that's more sacred one that's more authentic one that's truly genuine to them so let's get into it so i'm particularly interested in unpacking this because this is something that i'm constantly constantly refining in myself and that's literally showing up in my relationship at all times to kind of redirect me to reframe how I'm viewing something and just approach myself differently, approach my relationship with myself differently. But I've also received a lot of questions about it from the women that follow me on different platforms, on different social accounts about how can I identify? How can you tell? How does it look like? What is it? What does it look like when a man is in that? What does it look like? How does he show up? What are the actions he takes? Like, what are things that he's interested in? Like, what are things he says? What kind of work is he doing on himself? Is, you know, how does his healing look like? Can I be able to tell, you know, and what, what, what does he think like, you know? So I've received a lot of those questions and wanted to take this episode to just kind of completely share that and unpack that and so i'm going to share a little bit about my journey and in hopes that it kind of shows how it doesn't show itself and hopefully that opens a doorway to kind of showing at how it might or could possibly show itself also discussing a bit of how it showed up for me where i am now and how this authentic expression of masculinity is finding a way to kind of balance itself out and um, embody itself through me. And um, so I'll start by sharing my relationship with men or my relationship with masculine figures has always been more of a 
tyrant view. It's always been from a, okay, this person is very toxic. Like not that masculinity is toxic. It's that this person has embodied very toxic behaviors and patterns of themselves. And they're constantly projecting their, not in control of their emotions. They're literally ruled by their emotions. And that's kind of been my life. I've been around more men like that than I would like. But um, so one of the biggest images or one of the biggest figures um, of that has been my own dad. And throughout my life, I've constantly been met with this expression of masculinity that was very tyrant-like, was very rude, was very centered in its own ideas and this inability to be open to other perspectives. And also run by their emotions. So one of the biggest things that I immediately noticed was that, you know, men that don't have a relationship with their emotions aren't more centered, aren't more collected. They're actually ruled and at the mercy of those emotions behind the scenes behind the the mask of who they show themselves to be to the world and that was huge for me but one of the things that I did unknowingly as a child was witnessing that very radical very gone off the rails expression of masculinity I then my pendulum swung the opposite way instead of becoming what I witnessed, I chose to become the opposite. So I then became more feminine. I then embodied the qualities of my mother. I was more passive. I had a hard time leading. and But I was very connected to my emotions. I was very sensitive to life. And because of that, I had a lot of great relationships with women growing up. Because the feminine qualities in me, I was very connected to. So when I would connect with women, we would connect as if in a way, they're as if we were sisters. It was easy for me to form those kind of relationships and friendships because I was connected to my own feminine qualities and I didn't reject them. I wasn't opposed to them. I just felt unknowingly, I felt that this is better than what I'm seeing embodied by my own dad. Like, I'm not interested in that. I'm going to go wherever the fuck that doesn't look like. So that meant me embodying, you know, more of my own feminine traits and which then over time I started to notice like this isn't also the best thing to do because you know going from one end to the opposite end isn't ever going to be helpful it's about finding that middle ground it's about integrating both it's about finding the balance for myself you know and I say that to say that there are expressions of men today that are very feminine right and not in the feminine way to where it's like i'm connected to my own femininity it's more in the terms of like i'm so against masculinity i'm so against what masculinity is that i will embody the shit out of anything that doesn't look like that and what that looks like can be a man that also has an inability to lead that would be completely okay with a woman paying for his things, paying for his food, paying for the first date, very connected to his emotions, but not logical. There's no reasoning to his emotions. They, his emotions are very dysregulated. And so being able to kind of tell 
for a man how his upbringing determined what coin he fell on like what side of masculinity he ended up falling into so the other side is more men that we see today is they're more quote-unquote masculine they're more this macho expression this tyrant dictator embodiment and that's due to seeing images of masculinity that kind of dominate over people and have no create no room for other people to be heard and in doing so are violent are aggressive and also aren't very gentle you know and aren't very uh, empathetic and that's due to just a group of men taking on the image of masculinity that's literally projected onto everyone else and because of that this kind of man is also very disconnected from his own emotions and feelings because in order to embody that kind of expression of masculinity it's not masculinity but in order to embody that he has to then disconnect from the things that make him feminine so the qualities of himself that are listening or receiving or receptive or yielding or gentle and soft and are sensitive to life sensitive to his own emotions and feelings that part he has to disconnect and essentially divorce because it will make him less than a man so to be around a guy like that for women feels very unsafe and the reason it feels unsafe because as a woman, you're embodying all of those things that he's now chosen to disconnect from. He's now chosen that these things are against me. These things I'm at war with. These things make me less of who I am. So whether you know that or not, you feel the impact of that in your relationship. So when you feel the impact of that in your relationship, what that leads you to feel is unsafe, unheard, misunderstood and dominated in every sense of it because he cannot hold space for the things that you embody that you naturally are because he has not created space for those qualities and traits within himself so a great identifier of somebody that's working through that is looking to balance that is that they are receptive to their own emotions their own feelings their own things that come up and not only receptive but take the time to create a safe space for those emotions to be processed and that just doesn't look like a man crying that actually looks like a man that allows himself to process his feelings and say like okay i felt this way this wasn't a bad thing that i felt also so it's 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 the balance of the masculine and the feminine so the the feminine is he's allowing himself to feel his emotions. He's allowing himself to embrace what happened to him. He's allowing himself to feel the fullness of his own feelings around it. And then patiently and compassionately awaiting for the time that comes for himself within his own heart to say, okay, we felt this fully. I've allowed myself to feel this in its entirety Okay, now what is the solution? How can I reframe this? How can I show up differently? What are the actions I need to take? So that's a man that's balancing out these energies because he's not only allowing himself to feel it, he's not only allowing himself to be sensitive, 
but he's also bringing in the responsibility to address his actions, his behaviors, his feelings, and maybe the people around him that made him feel that way, or maybe the stories from his past that made him feel that way. But he's taking responsibility, and then he's assuming the actions needed to release, to embody different qualities, right? That's that's that balance. A man that would be more feminized would just continue to feel, would just continue to cry, and doesn't really have any solutions in their life. They're, you can look at how they're showing up in the world and they don't really assume responsibility over their life. They don't, they allow everyone else to take care of them. So that's that more feminized expression. But another man, a balance would be that, okay, like I'm allowing myself to feel the pain of the things that have happened to me. I'm giving myself a time to feel that, maybe even a vacation, maybe even six months. But within that, I'm creating a container for that to happen. So I'm committing myself to working. I'm like, you know, saving all this PTO time. I'm saving all of this money so that I can go to a space to where I can feel these emotions fully. I can process this experience. So that's that's what that balance looks like. But for a man that doesn't have that balance, it's either, hey, I'm just going to feel this and neglect all the responsibilities to my life, or I'm not going to feel this at all and just keep moving forward with life. I need to be productive. Like, I don't have time to feel this. I don't have time to address these emotions. Like, I need to be producing something. I need to be taking responsibility. I need to be worried about the next thing. I have a goal to meet. The importance in seeing this difference between both of these expressions is knowing that a man that's operating from that space that is from either one of these imbalances will never allow a woman to really feel safe with them unconsciously or consciously they're they can't allow a woman to feel safe with them because a woman won't feel safe with a guy who's just always in their feminine expression because even though she will feel safe with him emotionally she won't feel safe with him as a partner because she's like yo i need you to lead i need you to take control i need you to where the hell are we going you're not taking any responsibility in your life like I'm looking for a life partner and you're sitting in this feminine state when I need you to also hold my emotions. I need to also you not to just neglect your own emotions, but I need you to, Hey, like, where are we going? I need to know, like, are we getting somewhere? What, what progress are we making? And what is our goal? What, what is, what does our future look like? Like a man in his balance can see that can expand to that kind of vision and, create the systems and actions needed to make that um, a reality for both of them and and then you have the other to where it's like oh like i'll build all of this you have all of the financial security you need and we have everything everything's planned out everything's perfect physically right and you never have to worry all the security is there but that same man can't hold her emotions that same man doesn't want her feeling this way and literally doesn't know how to listen to her doesn't know how to listen to her pain and not provide a solution, but just hold it. Just say like, oh, baby, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And compassionately listen listen to what's happening within her heart. And that man isn't safe either because if she has emotions that come up that frighten him, that scare him, that lead him to question his own masculinity, he doesn't know how to process that. He So he will then unknowingly make her feel more unsafe with him 
you know, because he doesn't know how to process and hold his own emotions that come up. He just knows to suppress, tuck them away, negate them, invalidate them. So in response to hers, he will also do the same. So it's important to see that a lot of these men have a relationship that they have not addressed. And that relationship is their relationship to their mother primarily, but also their relationship to their father. But it's more important to look at the relationship with the mother um, because women have a fear of safety, right? Their, their fears are usually around safety and protection. But for a man, his fears, as I've illustrated throughout the last couple of episodes, are around rejection and abandonment. But rejection and abandonment, that experience comes from not feeling wanted, not feeling accepted, right? not feeling valued but that experience is brought forth from the mothering from the holding from the caring of a woman i.e his mother for the same for the for a woman that's she desires safety but what image do you think of when you think of safety protection and security you think of a man so a woman's own unraveling of where her experience of unsafety came from starts probably and originates from her relationship with her father and ripples into how she perceives safety because he's he's holding up that image he's telling her whether he knows it or not because she's watching him she he's telling her that this is the image of safety and that image may not be really safe it may be chaotic it may be literally dangerous for her. But because he's upholding that image, she then in her mind con- consumes that and then assumes that this is the image of safety. So then she goes out into her relationships and looks for that image of safety. And it's the same for a man. So because he innately longs to feel needed, longs to feel safe within the arms of his mother, to feel accepted, right? That f- experience of acceptance comes from a feminine to accept another person. It's a, it's a feminine aspect of yourself to when you can extend acceptance to another person. It's you being connected to the part of you that is connected to all of life so you can accept them, right? But that's, that's the part of you that is entirely feminine. So that experience of acceptance comes from the mother, Feeling accepted as a child comes from the mother. So a man's fear of rejection, then if there is a fear of rejection, that means he needs to evaluate his experience with his mother. If he has a fear of abandonment, he needs to evaluate his experience with his mother then. Because that's where it originates from. Just as the woman needs to evaluate her experience with her father, a man needs to evaluate his experience with his mother. And this is what I mean by this is kind of like how that healing would show itself is a man going deeply into discovering like where where have i shaped my personality where have i shown up in my relationships out of the pain out of the resentment out of the hatredness out of the bitterness out of even the sadness and agony that i've accumulated 
from the relationship with my mother. And a woman has to go through the same process. But what I'm saying is that these primarily, the, the outcomes of these relationships or the outcomes of unguided or misguided um, expressions of masculinity are primarily impacted by that relationship with the mother. She's the architect of the mind, of a man's mind. The architect of that is their relationship with the mother. So unless that's addressed, a man moves completely unconscious, not knowing why he does what he does. He's ruled by that. He's ruled by these fears. He's ruled by the, the, the inability to address that relationship. In his relationships, how this ends up showing up, because what I've noticed for myself that I had to address immediately when I got into my relationship is that my mother, in my own heart, is the queen of my life. I've known that since I was a child. And I've known that when I got older. I remember having moments with myself, even when I was bitter, even when I was resenting my mother, I would always still see her as the queen of my life. And I remember having a moment with myself after I like did a lot of deep healing work and sitting with that experience of knowing my mother is the queen of my life. And I cried. And I remember having creating plans to literally give my life to my mother. Like I was like, okay, like I'm going to do this, do this in my life. I'm going to make this kind of money so that I can help my mother with this. I can help my mother with that. But I was seeing her as my queen. So because she's my queen, I need to create a safe container for her. I need to always protect her. Even in my family, like whenever my siblings would say something about my mother, I would literally flip out. I would, I would, if it's in our group chat or if it's in personal family gatherings, I would literally flip out and be like, yo, don't ever talk to mom like that. Don't ever, don't, I don't care. Like I would correct them in such a very aggressive way that it's like, damn dude, like who do you think you are? Like, or what does she mean to you? And I'll be upset because my siblings didn't know what she meant to me, but it, she didn't mean the same thing to them. But it's because I saw her as my queen. And what I mean by you know, this is something that I had to check in my relationship was because that if she's sitting as the queen in my heart, she's sitting at, on that throne, on that seat, then how the hell is my partner going to sit there? If I'm still holding my mom as my queen, there's no room. There's no room in my heart for two queens. So I then have to dethrone my mother. I then have to address my relationship with my mother and say, whoa, this is like, transformed from what it was before but again i still have to look at it and say yo i cannot put my mother here my mother is not my wife my mother is not my queen my mother is my mother but my woman she is my queen she is my life and then i put her in that position but you can tell when men have not gone through this and i've this happened with me before is that they constantly speak about their mother in their relationships either from a state of resentment or from a state of glorifying them, of saying like, oh, my mom used to do this and looking at their partner because their partner isn't doing it. Or looking at their partner when their partner is doing something that they resent their mother for and saying like, oh my God, you remind me of my mom. Not in a pleasing way, but in a kind of a bitter way because their mom still sits at the throne of their hearts and they're constantly comparing and com in their heart that woman, she does not know it, but she's competing with his mother. 
And anytime she shows aspects of his mother that he does not like, he then gets upset. He then gets extra charged about it because he has not addressed his relationship with his mother. So it's about looking at that relationship and how it influences you. And for women to be able to detect like, whoa, like there's some charge around these actions. Like I need, what does his relationship with his mother look like? You know, what happened? And is he addressing that? Because one of the other things is that when a man has this relationship and has a story going about who his mother is and why she did the things that she did, and it's fueling his own perceived limitations, then in the relationship, he's going to try to replay out those stories. He's going to look to reinforce that story and say, my mother abandoned me. My mother rejected me. And you're going to do the same thing. Based on how much he's met that story, based on how much he, progress he's made to releasing that story, he will sabotage the relationship to keep the story going. He will make you his mother. He will shift you into his mother. He would say, you're doing this because of that. But those reasons, that meaning he's applying to it is not because that's what you're doing. It's because this is what his mother did. And that's the meaning that he applied to it. So he's replaying the same thing back out. So this, you can tell like, oh, whoa, like I don't need to get involved in any of this. This has literally nothing to do with me because it doesn't. That's a conversation between him and his mother he needs to have. Between him and himself and the parts that internalize that experience in that way that took that message and ran with it so it's that's his relationship with himself that he needs to address it's not yours to carry it's not yours to reconcile it's not yours to try to fix it's literally yours to observe and tell for yourself is this the kind of man that can work through this is this the kind of man that can evolve through this or is he so attached to it that he will literally take me with him. So having that moment of being able to tell for yourself, you know, what, what kind of man are you with? Analyze, observe, and witness his relationship to his own feminine. Like that will tell you loads of information about what you can expect from him, what you can expect to receive from that relationship, what kind of treatment, what kind of safety you can expect to be provided for you because that relationship there tells you everything and for men that relationship there tells you everything that you need to know about yourself that relationship tells you there everything you need to know about the things that you probably are operating from unconsciously and need to address i say all that to say um take the time for men take the time to address these aspects of yourself that you feel are part of your personality that are just who you are and the behaviors and patterns that you embody that you just think are natural and genuine to you but actually originate from a very deep wound and oftentimes the approval of your mother you know and oftentimes even being invalidated by your mother shaped a personality shaped an overachiever shaped a performer because you needed that validation so bad shape these qualities about yourself that you praise and are maybe even glorified by other people but 
when the wound is attended to may not resonate with you after. And for women, it's also important to see that, be honest with the kind of man that you're dealing with. Where is he at in his healing path? You know, where is he at with his relationship with his mother? And it doesn't mean all men, once they quote unquote heal, they need to have a flourishing relationship with their mother. No, it's just about reconciling. What I'm talking about is about reconciling. Because even I know for myself, I've been projected this image of a healthy relationship with my parents. And one has been fueled by biblical scriptures. I remember my parents used to weaponize this verse. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate. But the verse is that I think it's in Ephesians something, but it talks about how a child that listens, honors, respects, and obeys their parents will live a long life. And my parents used to weaponize this and tell me like, yo, you see, you're disrespecting me. Like, remember that Bible verse? Like, you're not going to live a very long life. You keep keep that shit up. <laughs> and I used to be like, damn, like, fuck. Like, it says that in the Bible. Like, I literally got to respect these people. I got to honor them. I literally have to have a good relationship with them. I want a long life. And that's not what the verse was saying. And what I understand the verse to be is about reconciling the pain that you've experienced by the hands of your parents, reconciling that grief, reconciling that sadness, that anger, that bitterness, that resentment, and allowing it to be seen, felt, and released. And from there, you can choose whether you want to have a great relationship with them or not. But it's knowing in your heart, you do not hold that towards them, that you are just upset at the methods that they chose to express their love, that they chose to express discipline, that they chose to protect you, like the ways they chose to try to protect you, like you're against that. You're against their methods. You're against the the things that, the conditioning that showed up in your relationship, in your upbringing, in your childhood experience when you needed something else. It's about being able to reconcile that and saying like, damn, things didn't happen the way I wish they did or the way I needed them to. But I know my parents were doing what they could. And it's from that realization that you can then have a relationship that you feel is authentic to you and say like, oh, okay, like I'm fine with talking to my mom every day. I love talking to my mom. Or I can only talk to my mom once a year. I can only check in on her once a year. But it's knowing that you're not carrying that resentment. You're not holding on to that bitterness. You have no grudges. And from that place, you're truly speaking from what's genuine for you and what's authentic to you. So I say that to say, don't look for a man that has a flourishing relationship with his mother. That could also be wounded because his mother might have traumatized him throughout his life. And he's just trying to constantly people please her. He's constantly in that state. So don't use the, what I say, what I'm saying is don't use the relationship as a factor to kind of tell you like, okay, what's happening? Use more his internal experience with himself. How is he showing up in a relationship to you? Like that tells you everything, you know? So the the mother aspect of how he relates to his mother now in the present moment can only do so much. But if you observe how he's showing up to his own feminine aspects, his own feminine traits and qualities, now that tells the whole story. Well, it tells a lot of the story, not the whole story, but it tells a lot of it. 
thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful evening or a beautiful morning. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.